Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Tuesday night, and you know exactly what that means. It's time for the real conversation with Shayna Thornton. Let's talk America with hopes. Shana Thornton is your radio talk show spotlighting the critical issues of today. She is certain to feature expert guests and celebrities each and every Tuesday night. She is a celebrated newspaper columnist, popular blogger, and award-winning radio talk show personality who has a passion for groundbreaking discussions. Here she is. Let's welcome the one and only, the engaging host for the national show. Please give it up for Shana Thornton. Good Tuesday evening to everyone, and welcome to your national award-winning family radio talk show, Let's Talk America, with your host, Shana Thornton. Of course, I am Shana, and I am honored and thrilled that you are with us this Tuesday night, and you will not regret it. You know, this show is where you can always find talk radio with substance. We are very joyful that you are with us, like I said before, and we want you to know that this national family radio talk show is for every single member of the community. This show really, truly is for all of us. You know, we bring topics, news topics to the table that need to be addressed. We aim to offer insight, expertise, and helpful solutions that hopefully will impact and shape your life in a very game-changing manner. I happen to believe that knowledge is power. You know, this radio talk show features relevant issues with celebrities and leading experts in their field each and every Tuesday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, we cherish your commitment to tuning in with us weekly. We've received your feedback, and we thank you so much for all of the positive responses for this show and the topics that we have. And if you like us, if you enjoy the segments and the guests, please tell a family, friend, or colleague about us. We are doing well. We continue to grow in listenership, and we appreciate everyone's efforts in that. Now, remember, you can always tune in live like you're likely doing right now, or you can catch the replay podcast. And, of course, you can go to www.letstalkamericawithshanathornton.com, and it has all the information and instructions to catch the replay podcast, okay? So that's one easy website to remember, and it's a great new website to navigate also. Again, that website is www.letstalkamericawithshanathornton.com. Okay, connect with us. We'd love for you to visit our website. Well, as you know, every Tuesday night we have a featured exclusive topic for you that we spotlight and we highlight the issues of. And tonight it's a very important one. It is adoption and foster care in America. We're talking about adoption and foster care in America, and I can tell you this topic These two topics truly affect a lot of people, certainly our community. So I need for you to stay with us because you are going to be impressed with our featured guest. Her name is Nicole Jefferson Harris. She's a longtime licensed social worker who's worked with many aspects of foster care and adoption. And she's going to share some information with us tonight that will blow you away. Um, Hopefully it will uh, empower you to move forward if you're thinking about adoption, if you're thinking about foster care, if you have a neighbor, family, or friend, anyone 
that's affected by foster care or adoption, this show is for you. And, of course, we all are responsible community members, so topics such as these matter to all of us. So do stay with us. She will be with us uh, very, very shortly coming up, and I'm excited about that. Well, you know, we offer real news talk for real people, real news talk for real people here on Let's Talk America with your host, Shana Thornton. That's our tagline here. And if it matters to you, we will spotlight it here on this show. Do believe that. Well, Let's Talk America with your host, Shana Thornton. It's your show. It's your show again, okay? Please lend me your ears for just a few seconds to hear some very important messaging from our partners. Greetings. I'm Sean Gilliland, etiquette consultant and author of the Success with Etiquette Book of Etiquette. Do you know how to make a proper introduction? Would you like to learn new techniques on how to communicate effectively to advance your career or increase your clientele? The Success with Etiquette Book of Etiquette teaches you the intricacies of etiquette that will sharpen your business acumen, making you and your ideas more appealing to clients and employers. Did you know social skills often take more time to learn than technical abilities? Employers place as much or more emphasis on personality. With the Success with Etiquette Book of Etiquette, you will learn valuable business and social etiquette skills to enhance your professional image, polish your communication skills, and build your brand with positive first impressions to gain a competitive edge. The Success with Etiquette Book of Etiquette will help you avoid unconscious mistakes that sabotage your corporate image, profitable alliances, and reputation. The book benefits all professional levels, including children and young adults, because the principles of proper etiquette never changes. Enjoy a great book the whole family can read together, while learning business and social etiquette skills you can use in the boardroom and beyond. Visit successwithetiquette.com for your copy of the Success with Etiquette Book of Etiquette, and to learn more about our exciting books and programs, contact area code 202 It was Out of Love, a true love story of deception, grace, and forgiveness by sensational author James Marr. It's a powerful book that will truly inspire you. In this bizarre but true love story, a husband unravels the mystery surrounding his wife's 30-year deception and discovers the true meaning of God's grace and forgiveness. All readers will gain from this phenomenal life story. Get a copy of the book for yourself or for a loved one. Download the free ebook at www.itwasoutoflove.com. Again, get your free ebook version of this phenomenal book by visiting www.itwasoutoflove.com. It was out of love. A True Love Story of Deception, Grace, and Forgiveness by Arthur James Marr. Creative Images Photography is a family-operated photography team specializing in weddings and portrait photography where we create memories one image at a time. For your photographic needs, contact us today at 803-606-4519 or email us at rfw 26 at AOL.com. Visit our website at www.cipoto1.com. That's www.cipoto1.com. Also, 
also connect with us on Facebook. Mention this ad and you'll receive 10% off of our silver wedding collection. Remember, creative images photography where we create memories one image at a time. And in the meanwhile, we are listening to Let's Talk America with Shana Thornton. Many thanks to everyone. Do know that our national partners and sponsors matter here on Let's Talk America with your host, Shana Thornton. We value everyone. It truly takes a team to allow this show to be the success that it is. Of course, that's our weekly dedicated listeners, our sponsors and partners, everyone on board. We thank you so much. Now, are you interested in becoming a sponsor or partner of the show, this national award-winning family radio talk show? Please contact a member of our courteous and professional staff by emailing letstalkshana at gmail.com. Again, that's letstalkshana at gmail.com. One email will get you all of the answers and questions that you need addressed and also provide some feedback for the show. We'd love to hear from you. Now, Speaking of hearing from you, are you out there on the various social media outlets? We know you are. If it's not Facebook, maybe it's Instagram, maybe it's Pinterest, uh, perhaps it's Twitter. Either way, your family show, Let's Talk America, with your host, Shana Thornton, we're out there. So, for instance, if you're on Twitter, please connect with us. Our handle is SS Thornton. The handle for Twitter is SS Thornton. If you want more specific information on uh, each of the handles for the various social media sites, Simply uh, put our name in your favorite search engine and you can find that out. Or email us also at letstalkshana at gmail.com and we'll get that information over to you. But we are very easy to find out there on the World Wide Web, the Internet. Well, everyone, tonight's topic, the news topic we're covering is a powerful one and also one that is relevant and oh so important for so many people. It's adoption. We're also talking about foster care in America. You know, foster care uh, and adoption affects uh, all communities, all ethnicities, all cultures. Uh, It's not one in particular. And that's why we wanted to put the spotlight on this very critical topic tonight. I'm excited because our featured exclusive guest is Nicole Jefferson Harris. Nicole Jefferson Harris, she is a social worker out of Atlanta Metropolitan, and she has spent many years working with children who have been in the foster care system and the adoption uh, situations. And she's going to share her uh, knowledge with us tonight because this topic matters. These two topics truly do matter. Before we dig into the topics of adoption and foster care in America with our exclusive featured guests, I want to go over our words of inspiration for tonight's show. You know, Eleanor Roosevelt, Eleanor Roosevelt, uh, the former first lady from years ago, once said, great minds discuss ideas, average minds discuss events, small minds discuss people. Again, Eleanor Roosevelt once said, Great minds discuss ideas. Average minds discuss events. Small minds discuss people. I think uh, this powerful statement speaks for itself. Let's all ensure that we're focused on the right things that we're discussing, that we're thinking about, that we're spending our time on. You know, we have one life, and let's make the most of it and really, truly concentrate on those things, those factors that do matter. Well, everyone, I'm ready for one hot news topic tonight. 
and you likely already know that the topics for tonight we're discussing, of course, are adoption and foster care in America. Before we bring in our exclusive featured guest, Nicole Jefferson-Harris, please allow me to share some important information with you first. You know, according to the Congressional Coalition on Adoption Institute, in the U.S., 397,000 children are living without permanent families in the foster care system. 101,000 of these children are eligible for adoption, but nearly 32% of these children will wait over three years in the foster care system before even being considered for adoption. Now, these numbers are hard-hitting, and what does it all mean? How does it affect our communities, the lives that we live? Well, I'm ready to bring in our featured guest for tonight, and she will share all of her knowledge with you. Listeners of Let's Talk America with your host, Shana Thornton, welcome this Tuesday night. I am so excited because I get to sit down one-on-one exclusively with a lady that is celebrated in the field of social work. Her name is Nicole Harris, and she is the owner and operator of New Beginnings Life-Changing Network out of Atlanta Metropolitan in Georgia, and she is our expert, our in-house expert tonight when we're talking about foster care, and we're also going to talk about adoption. Welcome to the show, Nicole. How are you this Tuesday night? Thank you, Shana. I'm doing awesome. I'm just overjoyed that you allowed me to be on your show and to discuss such a sensitive subject. Thank you so much, That We're excited to have you on. Well, we are grateful that you are with us tonight, and we want to get right to it, Nicole, because, you know, there are a lot of questions out there, a lot of concerns when it comes to foster care and adoption, rules and regulations, and I know some of it is uh, guided from state to state, but you're the right person to have on. Are you set? Yes, I'm ready. Fire away. All right. Now, first, let's highlight foster care, Nicole. As an experienced and licensed social worker, I do want to point out, you know, what sort of individual or person is ideal to serve as a foster parent or guardian? Well, you know, what we look for definitely is a person of good character. That is definitely always important for us. Um, We want them to have a clean and clear background check. They have to have that. Um, We expect their homes to be up to standards, meaning that it's clean, that there's a room and a bed for a child to be able to sleep in. We expect them to be in good health. Um, And and good health um, is is not like what they would think, um, you know, diabetes or even cancer doesn't necessarily um, deter a parent, a person from being a foster parent. Um, We just need something for your doctor to be able to write uh, something saying that you are still able to care for a child. Okay. So we just look for things that would definitely give um, a child the best chance at, you know, being able to um, experience a good home. Wow. Interesting information. Uh, The uh, national award-winning family radio talk show, Let's Talk America, with your host, Shana Thornton. We are sitting down tonight exclusively with a licensed and celebrated social worker out of Georgia. Nicole Harris is with us. And we're talking about foster care and adoption tonight, something that our communities need to know more about for clarification, to get the facts out there, because there are a lot of rumors and a lot of things that sometimes are said, Nicole, that's not necessarily true. And I'm sure as a licensed uh, social worker, no one knows that better than you, right? Absolutely, absolutely. There are a lot of um, misconceptions as it relates to foster care. Now, tell me this. On average, Nicole, how long does a child stay in the foster care system? Well, you know what, Shana, that kind of depends on the birth parent a lot of times. Okay. 
when children are initially taken into care, they're taken into care um, due to different different situations. Now, if a foster parent, I mean, if a child is taken into care because they're homeless and that parent is unable to care for that child, then once that family is stabilized and they have um, found a home for that child, then your little state will return the child. If a child comes into care because of um, a parent that's drug addicted, then generally once that parent goes through drug treatment, yeah. um, then that child can be returned home. So it really depends on that birth parent and how fast they complete the um, the um, plan that defect is set for them. In the event they don't complete that plan, okay. then we move on to um, adoption and, and termination of rights. And that's a lot of times why how foster children end up being adopted because that parent um, never kind of completes the plan that DFACS has requested them to complete. I see. Okay. And so when we refer to DFACS, I do want to say I know we operate out of Georgia, but whatever that a state government, a social services agency will be, they have to be really a part of that process, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. You know, Nicole, I, this is real talk for real people. We're talking about foster care. We're talking about adoption tonight uh, with you. Uh, you are a licensed clinical social worker. Uh, you've spent many years in the field. You have seen a lot of things that most of us uh, probably have not had professional experience in observing or witnessing. Now, you know, real talk, there may be some hesitation on the part of a potential foster parent to get involved, um, if you will, in the system or to say, hey, you know, I, I like kids, I think I'm the ideal person that Nicole Harris just described, but they're hesitant because sometimes, this is not a secret, that some children that come from uh, the foster system or that are part of the system uh, that includes the state agencies that takes care of children uh, have uh, some issues or concerns. Maybe their mother was addicted to drugs. Maybe these children uh, were brutally abused or harmed, and we all know that can uh, leave some different concerns behind. Do state governments typically assist with the counseling or rehabilitation services while child is in foster care in a home, Nicole? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, we also even have um, an agency that we um, have created to even help support um, foster children. It's called Positive Change Counseling Services. Okay. And, and, and what, that, what that is is that what the state says is that if a child, when a child comes in, that child definitely comes in with a lot of emotional concerns. Yes. And the state has uh, Medicaid that provides counseling services okay. for those children. Okay. You have a team that is wrapped around those children that come in if we're having issues at the school. You have someone that's assigned to that child to work through those child's issues. Okay. You have people that are also assigned to the birth parents. You have people that are working with the foster parents constantly to help with the behaviors that are happening in the home to set goals for those children. Um, and if the child has been sexually molested, we have um, a center called the Metlin Center. They're, get, they're evaluated there, then there are sexual counselors that work with those children. So we have an array of services that are wrapped around these children. And those services, as long as those children are in care, kind of never stop. Okay. They, they never stop. It's always support there for those children. Mm, and that's interesting to note. So if there's any hesitation on someone's part of saying they can't or he or she can't afford uh, the counseling services or other rehabilitative services that are needed often to address the concerns of the children that go into foster care, you're saying no, that the state government does help and assist with that. Absolutely. And, it, and the state is, um, they provide the 
financial stability for those services. The foster parent never has to come out of pocket for any behavioral services, yes. counseling services, therapeutic services, um, uh, behavior aid, um, which supports behaviors at school okay. for those children. Um, the department makes sure that these things are taken care of for um, the families. They should never have to worry about that. Mm, and that's and, good and information. Absolutely. And one thing that the foster parents also have to realize is that they have the, they can select what behavior um, are off limits for them. Okay. Every child and every behavior is not for every foster parent. Yes. You know, some foster parents can do with certain things that other foster parents can't. Okay. So there's still always a child that you can, you can foster that has the behaviors that you can possibly deal with. Okay. And, and that is great information and helpful information because you're saying it's not a cookie-cutter formula, right? You ideally, social workers like yourself want to match a, a child with an ideal home situation when it comes to foster care. Absolutely. That is very important. And it, it's important that you use that word, it's match. Match is very, very important. Okay. Uh, we definitely want to match children yes. according to that foster parent and according to what that foster parent understands their limitations and their um, expectations are within a home, as long as that they're realistic. Okay, and that's important because I'm sure at the end of the day, it's a wanting success for everybody, especially that child, and that's why the ideal match is so appropriate and needed, right, Nicole? Absolutely. That's a buzzword that is definitely um, known to us in the field is matching. Yes. That is so important because what we do know is that if we match the appropriate child with the appropriate foster home, yes. that as long as that child is in care, that foster parent will be willing to care for that child. We don't want children constantly move from home to home because they have disruptions and yes. behavioral disruptions. So if we match the child best up front, then we won't have those disruptions because we've matched that child yes. with the parent that can deal with those behaviors. A beautiful concept because, uh, you know, without question, when a child is pulled from uh, their home or their natural home, rather, clearly there have been some issues that need to be addressed head on. And that's why it's so important. You're saying long term to not cause a lot more disruption because you're really trying to make that transition as smooth as possible. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. And once we find that a foster parent um, is in it for the longevity for that child, a lot of times foster parents can help birth parents get on track. Mm, wonderful. To develop relationships with those birth parents and help them um, with the children and help that transition go even smoother when that child has to transition back home. And sometimes it becomes that that foster parent even adopts that birth mom because a lot of times, Birth parents and birth moms are young parents. Okay. Mm. And so maybe they didn't know, and maybe they didn't even have a mom to help them out. So then yes. that foster parent not only sometimes becomes to be a great uh, role model for that child, but also for that birth parent. And mm. that's really imperative and important for us. You know, and that goes into the concept, it takes a village. You know, Nicole, right now, let's switch our focus. I want okay. to talk uh, about adoption right now. Now, you would know this. What's the difference between foster care and adoption? Because I think a lot of people sometimes use the words interchangeable. You know, they're saying, oh, we're well, there in the adoption process, and that there's been no official paperwork started for adoption. The child is still under the state care of foster care. Explain the difference. Absolutely. And what we use that a term is called foster to adopt. Okay. And and what that term is is that this child, um, the the state 
government has identified that this child will not go back to the birth parent. Okay. That they've explored all the resources, that there are no birth, there are no birth families that is willing to take the child, and that now this child is um, going to be in the process of moving for permanency within the state government. So then that foster parent can um, have the first choice on whether they want to make their home a permanent setting for that child. Okay. Well, um, and generally that just means that that paperwork has started, that process of terminating that birth parent's right to that child yes. has started. And sometimes that can take six months and sometimes it can take a year. It just depends on the judge okay. and how that process moves and how fast that process moves. But once that child's rights have been terminated from that birth family, then that child is definitely free and clear for adoption. And the state generally will pay or does pay for all the adoption fees as it relates to that foster child to be permanently placed in an adoptive home. Hmm. You know, and so obviously individuals have to decide what's best for them and their family. But it certainly sounds like the transition, uh, if the child's already in your home under foster care, can be a rather smooth one if the option of adoption comes up and it's appropriate and right. Absolutely. We've had, um, I found in my experience in doing this that a lot of the foster parents that I have um, at my agency you know, they go into it to foster, and they end up getting very attached to the children that okay. are placed in their home. Yes. And they realize that those children don't have um, a permanent um, placement. So a lot of my foster parents have adopted um, a lot of the children that have come in their home. Beautiful. Because they can't even imagine um, if, they're not with, if they're not with the birth parent that they would send that child to another home. And they end up adopting those children mm. and providing a permanent home for the children, and that's what the, the, the state is all about, permanency for children, mm. want permanent outcomes and permanent families for our children. Beautiful. Permanent outcomes, and I'm sure that's success. You know, your national award-winning family radio talk show, Let's Talk America, with your host, Shana Thornton, we are putting the spotlight on foster care and adoption this Tuesday night. We have the one and only celebrated licensed clinical social worker, Nicole Harris, is with us, and do know that she's the owner and operator of an agency uh, that does beautiful work in the communities. Uh, it's New Beginnings Life-Changing Network. And the Nicole, you are really providing some awesome and very helpful information. Now, I have heard that adoption fees can be pretty steep. I know you just explained if the child was under foster care and that home uh, decides uh, that it's best to go ahead and adopt the child, that the state, you're saying, will certainly help out with those fees. Now, I know private adoption is somewhat different, and I've heard those uh, fees can get uh, very, very up there. They can heighten. Right? Explain. Yes, um, private foster care is very different from state foster care. Private foster care, you're, you're having to pay for the attorney fees to ensure that everything legally is binding and that there are no loopholes. Um, state foster care, they pay the um, attorney fees. Okay. With private foster care, you're having to pay those fees. And also, if that agency um, is providing adoption services, that means that they're looking and they're recruiting okay. um, mothers that are willing to give their children up for adoption. So also, the agency has to run. So you're also having to pay those fees for that agency to find that birth mom for you and make a match. Okay. And really, those those children are 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 um are kind of children that parents say, "Hey, I can't take." 
care of this child. Yes. Would you please take care of my child? Versus state children, our jailer children, that we have removed okay. from a home, and, uh, and it's not a willing situation. Yes. So private foster care definitely is a lot more um, um, a business format of how things move. It's much more structured. Okay. Um, you kind of can predict for the most part what's going to happen. And so for that different peace of mind and different uh, variety of child, yes. you're going to have to pay because it's different, you okay. know, because it, it's a little bit a more smoother process. And then, like I said, you have to pay those attorney fees, which can be very expensive. Mm. Great information to share with us. We're talking about foster care and adoption this Tuesday night. Now, Nicole, tell me this. What is uh, the difference between an open adoption and a closed adoption? Because you hear that in the movies. You know, Hollywood has its take on it. Um, but I'm assuming when it's an open, does that mean one day, 20 years later, that the child who is now an adult can go back and figure out who their natural parents is or, or rather who they are? Is it that simple? It's a little more involved in that? Well, dealing with an open adoption, there's some communication that is happening throughout that child's life. Okay. So it's not just when the child turns 18, but generally during that child's um, process of, of living, um, during certain moments and during certain time periods of that child's um, age, that, that adoptive parent will send pictures and have an open communication with the birth um, parent to give them updates, how the child is doing and what the child looks like um, yeah. at, at a certain point and what the child likes and dislikes. And they share information with the birth parent. So the birth parent is always knowledgeable or has some knowledge of what's happening with that particular child. And, again, it's the discretion of the um, adoptive parent okay. on how much interaction happens. I see. So how open that adoptive parent was with that adoptive child. But an open adoption typically is where those two have come to an agreement of yes. that birth parent still being able to have a connection okay. with the child, whether it's um, a distant connection or a close connection. Like maybe the, the child may be adopt, um, maybe um, the birth parent uh, may be uh, invited to birthday parties um, during the child's life. Um, but a closed adoption says that I've adopted this child and you no longer have contact, you no longer know where this child is, that you kind of cut your ties at birth and then that's it. Fascinating. Mm, great information. Again, Nicole Harris is with us. We're talking about foster care and adoption. She's breaking down the difference. And perhaps if you're listening in, if you're listening in from uh, Los Angeles, uh, from Dallas, from Atlanta Metropolitan, or from Charleston, South Carolina, and you're considering adopting or being a foster parent, uh, I hope you're taking mental notes or written notes uh, or go back and listen to the Replay podcast because Nicole Harris is certainly breaking down the differences and providing all of the information you need, okay? You know, Nicole, are there a certain group of kids that are not being placed in homes? And I'm talking foster care and or adoption. Is there a discrepancy on a group of kids who are just being left uh, in the dark, rather? Absolutely. Um, generally, when you start, start getting um, to children that are over the age of nine, it starts being a little bit more difficult to place. Definitely by the time a child is 13, it's even more difficult to place. Wow. And a teenager is almost un, um, 
unbearable for most people to imagine to adopt a teenager. But most teenagers want the same love and stability as a younger child. Amazing. Um, they may have a, um, just a quite few more issues, but what teenager doesn't? Okay. Think about when you were a teen and you're struggling to figure out who you are and, and what direction you want to go in and your personality and your understanding your hormones. Well, that is a struggle with a normal teen. So can you imagine not understanding permanency yeah. or not having a permanent home or a loving environment yeah. to figure out your emotions um, in? So, you know, it's always important that our teens don't feel neglected as they go off to college and they have an opportunity to go off to college and they come home. Where do they come? Mm. Where do they spend their yes. break? So it's very important that, you know, we even try to find permanency for those children as well. Mm. You know, when children generally turn 18, they can find themselves out of foster care. Okay. And generally those children have nowhere to go, and they're on their own. Wow. So we always, you know, employ people to look at the teens, look at because they still are going to one day grow up and have to take care of our generation of elderly people. And so, you know, if we put into them, then preferably we can get back out of them what we put in. Yes. Love. And I want to echo your buzzword that you use, permanent outcomes. That is so important, and that is, of course, gaining and, and keeping life skills that allows um, every child to be successful. You know, Nicole Harris, you have been such a wonderful resource for Let's Talk America with your host, Shana Thornton. You put the spotlight uh, right on when it came to foster care and adoption. Before you leave us, Nicole, any lasting advice or pearls of wisdom, as I like to call it, to individuals listening in right now, to your voice and my voice, and they want to serve as foster parents or they're looking to adopt. Any useful advice from a a well-celebrated, a very experienced, uh, licensed and clinical social worker such as yourself? I would say listen to your heart. Okay. If it's your heart, desire, and your passion to help children, don't allow the paperwork and the fear to stop you. Move forward, be diligent, because somebody needs you. Some child is depending on you. It's very imperative that we, you know, help our children and, and don't allow the overwhelmingness of it to, you know, discourage you. To keep pushing because the reward of seeing a smile on a child's face, you can't replace it. You'll be so glad Beautiful. that first step. If nothing else, get the information. Yeah. Learn more about it. Attempt. Go to a meeting. Go to an orientation. See about, you know, what is a great fit for you and move forward. We can use more foster parents, mm. more adoptive parents. We need great role models to ensure that our children are moving in a positive direction. Mm. So I would just encourage people not to give up. Continue to move forward and follow your heart. Phenomenal information. Follow your heart. Listen to your heart. Uh, beautiful words of wisdom, uh, pearls of wisdom, rather, also, from Nicole Harris. Again, she is a successful operator and owner of New Beginnings Life-Changing Network. She is a licensed clinical social worker. Do know that, who has many years of serving as a social worker, and she gets the big picture when it comes to placing children of all backgrounds into situations that are ideal and fitting for them. Nicole, thank you. Thank Thank you. Thank you. How can our national listeners learn more about your organization and services? Absolutely. We can be found on the web. It's NBN Foster K 
fostercare.org. That's NBN, fostercare.org. Our contact information is 404-298-0888. We would love to have you as a foster parent. We need you, and our children need you more. Uh, wonderful information. Listen to your heart. Follow your heart. Again, words from Nicole Harris. Thank you so much. Continue all of your great work, and please continue helping our children, Nicole. Thank you, Shannon, for giving us this opportunity, and thank you so much for educating our community um, on this such a sensitive issue. Thank you for having us. We appreciate your time. Dynamic conversation, again, with the one and only Nicole Jefferson-Harris about adoption and foster care in America. We are not done yet. Stay with us. Hi, my name is Donise Myers. I'm the wellness director of Life, Sport, Work, Performance, and Fitness. Are you looking for a coach or a trainer to help you reach your fitness and wellness goals? Well, we have the perfect platform for the busy person who needs the convenience to access training and coaching 24-7. The personal attention to specifically meet your needs and your busy schedule. And of course, a buddy to hold you accountable and to keep it fun and motivating so that you just stick with it. We work with companies, organizations, community groups, and individuals to develop your wellness program. Start your first fitness challenge today for only $20 a month. Visit our website at www.lswfitness.com or call us at 678 607-5579. Again, that's www.lswfitness.com or call us at 678-607-5579. Let's get fit and stay fit. Well, what a show. What a Tuesday night. I hope that the rest of your week continues to be a great one for you. Join us next Tuesday night, same time, same place at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you are interested in knowing our upcoming show segments, what issues we're going to cover, simply visit our website, a one-stop shop, www.letstalkamericawithshanathornton.com. Okay, everyone, connect with us. We'd love to hear from you. All right. Well, before we leave you, We always love to uh, present great music with each show if we can. And tonight, uh, this song, I think, will truly inspire and motivate you wherever you are in life. The song is by a musician by the name of Carnell Morrell. Carnell Morrell and the song, the track is titled My Atmosphere. My Atmosphere by Carnell Morrell. Thank you, Nicole Smith, for providing the information and the musical track. Well, everyone, we shall talk soon. Remember, this is your National Family Award-winning radio talk show, Let's Talk America, with your host, Shana Thornton. Keep the conversation going. All content original, copyright 2015, by Thomas & Pageant Enterprises, LLC.